Matt, our setup this week, just to keep you in the loop, uh-huh. is a headphone jack splitter and a blue snowball microphone plugged into a Microsoft Surface on top of a trash can. That is literally what we're recording on. <laughs> so are you are you even real? Yeah, this is re- this is a real use case. We're in a N- Microsoft commercial. Really? Yep. I oh, I love that part of the Microsoft commercial where they unsnap the keyboard and throw a, a snowball mic on top of the tablet. On top of the trash can, which is what it's next to. It's touching while they're the dancing. Wow. That song's playing in the background. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> All right. And then and then you start banging new snowball microphones and they just appear out of nowhere through the trash can and you stick them on top of it. Suddenly the tablet is covered with snowball microphones. They're microphones. falling from the sky. Oh God! There's or been some sort of metal apocalypse! Snowball microphones are crashing through buildings and cars! Oh, the agony! Oh, Ben is struck by when he's down! Oh God! I'm recovering, I think. I think. I'm No, from Vegas. So, yes. Ah, Sickness. The sickness of Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless it's (laughs) some sort of communicable disease, and then it comes with you everywhere. Yeah, that's that's the thing they don't tell you about Vegas. Uh, I went to business Vegas. I went to Vegas for business. How is that? Is that pretty different? It's like regular Vegas, except you see the highs and the lows instead of just the lows and the lows. Gotcha. Yeah. I lost $100. I'm okay with that. Can you tell uh, us what you were there for or no? Uh, just just some internal business stuff, not like an announcement or anything. Okay, just no. just some normal business. How was that? But How... it, it was my first Vegas trip as an adult, so. Ah. Yeah, so I did the stuff you're not supposed to do as a child. Gamble? Yep, gamble and say no to drug dealers. You're not supposed to say no to that as a child. No, you yeah, as a yeah. child, you have to say yes. It's it's like one of those rules, like on the street. If you if a guy offers you drugs, you have to say yes, thank you for drugs. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank um, you. You gotta say yes and, and then you gotta keep his bit going. <laughs> drug dealers love it when you. Oh. Time. <laughs> I love the idea of just treating every interaction on the street of a city as an opportunity for a yes and. That's that's a video series right there. That's right. It's that's called Impressholes. Um, how is, uh, so you didn't go to Gamescom. That's what you're telling me. That's what I'm telling you. Is that inst- I went to Vegas instead of Gamescom. And Vegas, to Vegascom. Yeah, Vegascom. Did you go to Gamescom? No, I went to oh. your office, though, and played a bunch of the games. Oh, you were games. right below me. You were yeah. literally, I could have looked out the window. I would have been right under the Sonka Hedgehog statue staring directly at you, and I didn't. You're talking about the one, the six-foot Sonic the Hedgehog statue that is at your desk, right? I'm talking about the nine-foot Sonic the Hedgehog statue that's on top of the second building that you can just sort of see its hand eclipsing the sun, just like Sonic the Hedgehog will actually... There, There is a really tall Sonic the Hedgehog statue that's... Did you go out into the courtyard at all? That no, sort of center I, campus I stayed area? Inside. The only, you uh, stay inside building three. The only big three. thing I saw was I saw in the lobby... Two gigantic, like, eight-foot PlayStation Move controller statues that I went ahead and took a picture with. Oh, my gosh. How could you not? Right. Iconic. Do you ever, like, put sunglasses on the Sonic statue and paint it black and give him a motorcycle and a gun? Yeah, do you ever do that? Do you ever? How often do you do that? (laughs) On a scale of one to ten, ten being every day, one being maybe once a month. How often do you do that? Gosh. I mean, we have a, a hat of Sonic the Hedgehog that's, like... 
that's like the Sam and Max hat from TF2 if it was Sonic. So uh-huh. it's just like the top of Sonic's head without a jaw. And sometimes we put that hat on Sonic the Hedgehog. All right, and it makes you think. I, it's like a think piece. I got like, a quiz. I got a quiz for you. Like who's the real Sonic? Which one is dead? Hey and Matt. Which, so yeah. fill in the blank. Fill okay. in the fill in okay. the three blanks. Okay, okay, three blanks. You work at a four-letter video game company called S blank blank blank. Uh. S- Sammy. Sammy. S-A-M-Y. <laughs> yeah. Um, why is there Sonic shit everywhere there? I didn't, I did not pick up on that. Uh, it's, I think it's cause Sonic is a, a so I was gonna say, Sonic the Hedgehog is a valued partner. Cause, so, uh, cause Sega doesn't need those anymore. And <laughs> yeah, Sonic, money. Sonic is a lot of them. Um, I ran into Zach Miner. Uh, <laughs> more like Zach Major, am I right? He's a good guy. Yeah, that's, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's not really a burn. No, no it was not. But you say it in the cadence of a burn. Right, it was shaped like one. <laughs> if it looks like a burn, sounds like a burn, smells like a burn, I'm taking you to the hospital. Because you're a duck. I'm a doctor. Uh, oh, it's good, it's good to hear um, you. Tell me about Bloodborne. I really want to play Bloodborne. Let's talk about a video game for once. Yeah. So is that, how does that work? Can you guys not just like go downstairs and play this? We, we totally could have, but I was doing preparation for this Vegas trip. So. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's cool. It's, it, I feel, I felt guilty after like I shot my video about it because I went back and watched it and I said Dark Souls like 10 times, but that's because it's a lot like <laughs> Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, it's like, like in, in just about every conceivable way. I think the, the biggest significant tweak is that, uh, there there's, were no, there's cars uh, in this one. The two build, yeah, driving is obviously a big important factor of the game. At any time you can press L1 and the, the dark mobile will roll up and uh, it'll tase all the enemies for you and you can drive all, all right through Gotham. <laughs> and then you press Y to do a combo, uh, like a block. It's yeah. a really bold move this year to give Batman both a giant side sword and a massive shotgun. Yeah. But it's in keeping so, with the original vision. The gun stuff is really uh, weird. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, what, why would you put guns in Dark Souls? That's crazy. The Dark Souls isn't really great at ranged combat, and like that doesn't seem to make sense for Dark Souls combat. And it turns out, th- the guns, two things, they don't have great range, mm-hmm. and they don't do a lot of damage. And also mm-hmm. they have extremely limited ammo. So, like... The, when you spawn with like the, the blunderbuss shotgun thing, like it mm-hmm. has five shots and you very rarely get any more in the demo I played. Mm-hmm. But how it works is it's on L1. So like what you're really supposed to do with the guns is right when an enemy's about to hit you, you shoot them, they flinch, and then you can like do a light attack really mm-hmm. fast and like stab right through them. So basically yeah. instead of parrying with a shield or whatever, I don't know if there are shields in the final game or not, mm-hmm. but you're parrying with your guns. <laughs> I don't know if there are shields in the final game is a, f- Funny yeah, not phrase. you can't say that about very many games. Most other games, I can say pretty conclusively, there are not shields. Or there are. Like, you can well, definitely yeah. say there are. I mean, something. almost all games. Two Human, Madden, Sonic. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, they all have shields. Sonic has a shield and sword in one game. Shadow? Black Knight. Yes, and Sonic yes. and the Black Knight. Um, Those are not just regular-ass shields, like a water yeah. shield, fire shield. I, I have not seen the game. I've only watched... Like the demo footage that we that we shared on our stream at E3, uh-huh. but yes, uh, that is in keeping with what I've heard that that it's going to be like a more combat heavy, offensive style of combat. Yeah, and like I felt like rolling was a lot faster and more responsive. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, as soon as I said that, people started like getting into the comments and being like, 
Is it, oh, so it's basically Devil May Cry? Like, no, it is not. It is not a normal character action game by any. I, I love. There's this moment where it's a roll becomes too fast and it stops being Dark Souls yeah. and it starts being. It is Devil May Cry. I was God like, the way I responded to that guy, I was like, if Devil May Cry was 100% Devil May Cry, 0% Dark Souls, this game is 2% Devil May Cry, 98% Dark Souls. Like, it's a very, very yeah. subtle change. Um, I mean, it's it, it's interesting though that there's a group of people out there who are like. You know, I associate this franchise with big, clunky rolling. And oh, yeah. if you make this animation smoother, I pull my hair out. That was, it was this funny thing about playing Soul Sacrifice and hearing everyone describe it as like a Monster Hunter inspired game. But, but no, this game is playable. The controls make sense. This is none of the qualities I associate with Monster Hunter. That's funny. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think that game was going to be cool, though. It made yeah. me want to play a bunch of Dark Souls. Yeah, I, I, in this, I, totally. And I, I could use, I, I think that uh, Miyazaki, the director of Dark Souls 1 and right. Demon Souls. And, had, and Howl's Moving Castle. Wow. And Demon Souls. And Cookie and Cream. Totoro. Yep, he's all the same person. Highs and lows with that guy. He's like, it's like I like family movies and brutal murder video I'm just games. Worried that, like, like, Brave of the Fireflies. It makes sense now. In the end, when it's, I mean, you saw that her outfit murdered everyone. Yeah, that yeah. was totally a Miyazaki movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you saw how that. Uh, I mean, you saw that. Uh, you know, Studio Ghibli shutting down. It's because they're going full time into Bloodborne video right. games. They're, they're just going to be not going to. They're not doing original animation anymore. It's now just licensing and and action RPGs. <laughs> Um, I, I think that guy, that guy's specific aesthetic is, is super potent. And I think it's, it's definitely not as prevalent in Dark Souls 2, which is still a super right. fun, really fun game, but clearly not as good as it's either of its predecessors. And I mean, that was kind of my takeaway from Bloodborne was like, it, Miyazaki's vibe is just completely immutable. It is so transparently a Miyazaki game. I knew that from the first time I, I... So the first thing that happened to me, I walked mm-hmm. forward, a spooky man jumped out from behind an old carriage and stabbed me, and then I killed him, and then I walked forward, and my foot, like, touched his ragdoll, and it just blew like a like a yes! paper flag oh. in the wind, just wisping around, folding up on itself, and just looking terrible. He's just a really big fan of uh, that Kevin Spacey movie where he saw the, the plastic flag floating in the wind. Yeah, Sumatory like, Dreams. Yeah. And he's like, life is beautiful like a plastic yeah. bag because look at this corpse and it reminds you of living. Yeah. And yep, I, really deep and thoughtful. To me, it's like, that is the, that ragdoll is one of the few moments of levity in that franchise. Yeah. And when, and when, and when Dark Souls 2 didn't have it on consoles, there's some of it on PC. There's a little more shaken. But on consoles, it's not there. And it just looks like, this is just the grimmest, darkest fantasy. How did I not notice this before? Where's the, it's like those episodes of Louie where they don't put any jokes in it. Where's the <laughs> you jokes? Mean, you mean all of them. <laughs> oh, 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 best, oh, more like best original drama, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's 27? Year old laugh is that right? <laughs> That's right. I'm 26, but my laugh is 27. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's your your laugh in, is in counted world. by the Chinese aging system. Your laugh is born at age one, and you're born <laughs> at age zero. No, 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 no. My laugh is a dragon, but my heart is uh, uh, a Leo. Huh? Yeah. That's what your so, back tattoo says. Yep, it's, it's like lions fighting dragons. I have that tattooed on my back. It's written in impact font, so it looks like a meme. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and, and it, in, in my in Chinese characters, it says, 
I thought it said follow your dreams, but it was actually translated as webdings. I thought you were going to say follow your memes, but does anyone have a meme tattoo? Jokes. Y- yes. How many? Oh, people? do you mean out of us? I. No. Yes. You. <laughs> but how many people have like, like of like. Like the Nyan uh, cat. Oh, a meme tattoo dog including text. With like text on the top, text on the bottom. Oh, oh like a hundred people have t- meme tattoos with the text on Like Scumbag and... Steve meme tattooed across uh, his back. Oh my his god. His forehead and chin. Because that's him. <laughs> He's Scumbag Steve for getting a meme tattoo. Oh my god, I bet they have sex all the time. How could they not? Memes? Who wouldn't want to have sex with the meme guy? Or girl? I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. Oh, is the person with the meme tattoo too good for your sex? Hold on. Ben? No, wait. I Matt, let's we were... hear him out. Because there's got to be a good reason for this. Ben, why wouldn't you have sex with the guy with the meme tattoos on his face? Ben? <laughs> I thought we were talking about the original meme people. Like Come back, Steve. Yeah. Good guy, uh, Brian. What's his name? Good, good guy, guy Brian. Good guy, Greg. Good, good guy, guy dog. Job. Good guy, Doge. <laughs> good guy, get a job. Stop living off of memes. Yeah. I like that. that an- annoy, uh, the baby, angry baby. girl, angry attached girlfriend, baby who doesn't like ducks. Uh, a cat that has a problem with patriarchy. Yeah, a uh, dog who sleeps. You've got a uh, Gangnam Style. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Gangnam Style too. The Gangnaming. You've got uh, anime character does not like that. No, no, no. My name uh, is a Borat. Um, was that uh, a is that a meme or were yeah. you just doing a joke? <laughs> no, it's, it's What's a meme the where difference? it's a picture of Bruno, and across the top it said, "My name is a Borat," and then across the bottom it has a Bruno quote. Nice. So you get two memes for the price of one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a lot of. Do like, you think there's Do you think there's a person out there who who has my wife tattooed on their chest? Yes. Spell my, how my wife. Do you guys? Yeah, his name's Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> you will not make fun of him for his good tattoo. Whenever you guys hear that something has layers, do you think of Shrek? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, Shrek's one of the most important uh, works of film of our time. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like I divide our world into the pre-Shrek and the pro-Shrek era. Pro-Shrek. Oh, that's a really big donut. Nick is pulling out. Nick is pulling out a giant donut out of a box. Oh, out of a box! Thank goodness. Yeah, it's gonna, not just from nowhere. He just... I don't have enough storage. It's good. I don't want to... You know what happens if you do no a podcast. You. No one will believe you that I pulled a giant donut out of a box. It's like a foot long. This sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> you know what happens if you do a podcast with a sorcerer. You turn into a igloo. A lot of my, a lot of my friends are Alaskan. <laughs> Some of your best friends are Alaskan, so that's offensive. No, it's I'm a, saying I'm allowed to say igloo because some of my best friends are Alaskan, but you're not. They told me it was cool. Ugh, stop igloo shaming me. Don't you know Obama was elected president? Eskimo racism is dead. Ben is like frantically deleting apps trying to get a, a picture before I eat this whole giant donut. <laughs> I have to delete some He's podcasts. deleting podcasts off his phone. I believe we call that the struggle. <laughs> who, who calls it that? I do. The struggle oh to God. take the dumbest pictures. This normal-sized donut I'm eating is so good. I'm so glad that no one can see it. I mean, I'm, I wish that you could see it. I wish I could, but sadly, such technology... Dude, do you live near the Sony offices? I'm pretty close, I think. That's not that far from here. 
if me and you and Ben like split an Uber, we could get you up here for like like eight to ten bucks a piece. Okay. I would love to have you come up here and like. I miss you guys, but what if I? What is the reason I'm not showing up? Is also because I hate myself and want to die. I've done it. I finally took a picture of Nick's giant donut. I'll post it on the website. <laughs> well, I guess we have our cover art for next week's episode. Episode. Episode is called Big Old Donuts 2, The Donut Egg. See, the, what's, the best part is it, it, that joke was funny to us now, but they've already seen that picture way before, so they knew the punchline was coming way before. Right, we told them the joke backwards. And by now you've seen it. It's a picture of a very small donut. Right, I mean, so now you, let's, let's go back and let's deconstruct the joke. Well, because you, I mean, you read that report that people like jokes more after they are spoiled on it. It's the whole joke spoiler culture. I give them a big bite of my donut. Mm-hmm. Big bite of a little donut. I love that movie. Big Trouble in Little Donut. <laughs> uh, once Donut, Twice Shy. Jokes. So, Matt. Yeah. Have you played anything that isn't a video game lately? Like, uh, anything <laughs> cool? Oh, because all video games are dang. Well, I don't know. Video games are fine. Um, have you, like, done anything not video gamey that you've like, seen a good movie? I or? played a Dukes of Hazard slot machine. I saw a Jurassic. I saw a Jurassic Park slot machine that gave you bonuses based on which island your slots hit at, Mm. and it just kept looping uh, uh, Josh Goldblum's face over and over again. Excuse who? Uh, Josh. (laughs) Josh Josh Groban. Oh, sorry, (laughs) Jurassic Park. Josh Groban. Josh Trash Trash Band. Um, I played a Wizard of Oz. He was so good in that movie, The Bug. Mm-hmm. The bug. You've got dinosaur land. You've got. Uh, you've got uh, the Fourth of July. Uh-huh. Day. Uh huh. Day. He was really good on Portland. Mm. I can't think why. And he showed up on on Portland again as the person who was best at not impregnating people. That's a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. When the moon hits you, I like a big pizza pie. That's a joke. Not that I would know anything about that. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I was thinking about this. There's so many licensed slot machines at Vegas. There's like, Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, yes, there's Totally Walking Dead one. That's weird. Uh, there's based on the TV show. It's like, oh, these people's murder is going to be my fortune. That's fucking, like, the Walking Dead show is not a fun show. No. It's like the slot players were the walking, real Walking Dead. Stole <laughs> uh, Kessler's joke. Oh, I dang it. it. I, oh, my joke. <laughs> that's how joke. jokes work. If you steal the joke, you gain the joke. And that's in my new joke RPG, awesome Joke yeah, Wars. It's so good. I keep feeding Ben bites of my donut. <laughs> that sounds hot. Bites of his really small donut. I'm surprised I've taken so many. I am too. I'm also surprised. There was a Hangover 2 themed slot machine. <laughs> Not the just... Hangover. Hangover 2. Hangover which... 2. Um, and there so were like, bonus, there was, were, oh, was Ken John, John featured more prominently on it? Definitely. And, and, but he was a lower tier of, uh, slot machine, of, of, of jackpot. The highest was Zach Galifianakis. Do you remember when Hangover Three came out and nobody talked about it? Like it wasn't even like people, a lot of people saying it was bad. It was just nobody talked about it. Did it Might make a lot of money? Existed. I'm really curious if Hangover Three made money. 
Probably not a ton, but probably enough. <laughs> it like looks I like it made three times its budget. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I remember from the trailer, a draft gets hit. That's where, that was the budget. <laughs> we could buy one draft for this movie. Well, they had to buy it, but they also had to kill it and then cover up its death so that, like, right, that's didn't exactly. get it's like, you know how, uh, I always heard it told, maybe this is apocryphal, but I heard that, um, like, was it Sir Mix-a-Lot? Like, the reason he lost all his money was because in his music videos, instead of renting all the cars and mansions, he actually bought them? Oh, no, or wasn't it MC Hammer? It was MC Hammer. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Um, but, uh, it's kind of like that, but for a giraffe. <laughs> we bought this giraffe that we killed. It's not a great giraffe to not giraffe ratio. Yeah, one to zero. What do you guys <laughs> think it's like... What's going on in Zach Galifianakis' head for, like, the two months that he's working on Hangover 3? Is he just, like, getting his, or is it, like, an art project for him that he's being yeah, in a bad I, movie? Like, I mean, does, isn't I it the same, isn't head. it, like, the James Franco thing? Like, right. is he acting, or is he is he pulling a joke, or is he pulling a double joke on the people who think he's joking because he's making a lot of money? I just think he doesn't care. I just think he does it and doesn't care. I mean, it must be a yeah, lot of money. Like, yeah. Wait, speaking of James Franco... And it, Dave Franco. Yeah. Have you seen that Madden commercial? Yeah. Yeah. What the I fuck? Have. Not a good ad, I didn't think. Like, I didn't like it. I was so taken back by it initially. I thought it was good. And then I watched it again. And I realized it was bad. Yeah. I watched it. Maybe it was because I watched it right after I woke up. But I was just, like, not in the fucking mood. It was so random. It was, like, the fucking. It was garish. It was, it was like so, this I, this weird insinuation that Madden was like a major pop culture event. And like, uh, I just, any commercial where there's a song that is simultaneously trying to be funny and be about a product at the same time is like, that's an impossible fucking task. And there, it makes me cringe so hard. And then that Epic happen. Meal Man shows up and says, your house is on fire. Oh is God. that really a, is a that YouTube that was? man? Yeah, that was Epic, God that was damn. Epic Meal Beard. They have a TV show. Do you know that? Yeah. Are, are they are they like, eating food on television? Or made, are they... They made a robot. I watched like half of the first episode. It's just like, okay. They made a robot I, out of pancakes or something. Do you something. remember? I feel like for so much of our lives, that's been like the like when something's really made it from the internet, it gets a TV show. Yeah. Are we? When are we going to be done thinking about TV shows as like the last step? Like you made it. Like to me, TV is where shit goes to die. Yeah, that's how I felt a little bit with the international and the whole thing about how it was going to be on ESPN2. I'm like... That's cool, but also it shouldn't, like... Why do we care? <laughs> well, the, the nice thing is that if you saw the reactions to the international ESPN viewers, they didn't give a shit. Right. Like, they No, they gave a shit. They actively hated it. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's... I see what you're saying, because, like, to a lot of people, that's like, oh my god, it made it to TV. And, like, I don't have a problem with it being on TV. I think that's cool, but yeah. it's like, that's not cooler than, like, hundreds of thousands of people watching live on the internet. That's the cool thing. The yeah. TV thing is like... Neat that it, other people could see it, but not like that's not. It like, shouldn't be a goal. It right. should be like the, a the cool only reason it's a goal is the idea probably that they're paid more than the content yeah. is worth, right? And the bigger chance for exposure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just like fucking. I I don't get like we had a we I yeah I don't know I I just don't fucking care about TV or being on it, and I I. I Think that that has to go away. Well, because it's built into the culture. Like every, you know, a comedian has to have some big set before they get their own sitcom, and that's what they've made it. This TV has been the made it thing more than 
Hollywood, right. I guess. But like, and it's been that way yeah. for years. Totally. Like for so, like for most of our lives and all the entire lives of people older than us. Like, but the weird thing for me is that like, okay, so like Kyle Mooney and, uh, yeah. and all the awesome shit he was doing as good neighbor on YouTube and on his personal channel, like youtube.com slash Kyle. Like the bet, some of the best comedic acting I've ever seen in my life. Like extremely fucking funny and weird and subtle. And now he's on Saturday Night Live, which I get is like the biggest deal ever for comedians. But like I watch him on SNL and I'm like, this, I think he's being held back by it. I think the shit they're doing is really like pandering and straightforward and not necessarily his sense of humor. And all the now time. he's on like sprint commercials yeah. that aren't funny but are trying to be. And like, that's cool. Like he's in those commercials and he's not bad at them no, or anything. He's but not bad. He's just like, he has nothing to work with there. Like it's, it's I like, like it's some money and then I, like uses that money to do awesome shit that's actually funny. That, but that's like, how I felt about like Andy Samberg was do when he was doing the, the shorts, the digital, uh, shorts, the digital yeah. shorts, I thought those were great. Yeah. Um, and then he was on a bunch of sh- shit that I didn't like, but then he did like hot rod, which you can tell was just his, like, I want to make this movie. Yeah. And I fucking love that movie. Like it's one of my favorite weird comedies. Um, like, yeah, any chance, and like, apparently Brooklyn Nine-Nine is supposed to be alright. Okay. Like, it's supposed to be pretty funny. Like, when comedians achieve that, like, level of notoriety and then are able to do what they want. Right. That's hopefully what the, what the end goal is. Not being on SNL, but being on SNL and getting big enough to make money to make something weird. I mean, like, I think I might have said this before, but like, when I found out that Will Ferrell was executive producing Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie, I was actually excited because I thought that they were going to force it to be a little more mainstream. And a little more like approachable and a little less gross. And they did none of those things. <laughs> and like the opposite. I guess good for them for making it to the point that they can do that. But like, but like if the thing you got out of Tim and Eric was the strange rhythm of it and not the total gross out factor, then that movie is not what you're looking for. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> um, and that's kind of how I felt is like, I think that there are elements of Tim and Eric's humor that like there are certain bits from Awesome Show that you could show to like your parents or someone who's not like, completely engulfed in in weird shit and they would still love it mm-hmm. um and that movie has very few moments like that uh and i mm-hmm. i wish someone would excavate the funny parts of tim and eric from the gross parts sometimes but mm-hmm. whatever i don't know the their whole the whole what is it on cinema at the cinema verse yeah that they're building that he's building with uh greg turkington greg yeah. turkington seems like it has the potential to be Super funny. Yeah, like that. that's pretty good. Especially with like, like the the Decker, his like the fake yeah. show within the oh fake movie review show. Decker is like, so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I that's it's like an ARG because you also have to follow them on Twitter and right. like follow their interactions, <laughs> like to get the whole picture. You know. Have you watched uh, Decker? No. I, what is that? D- Decker. So, oh, go ahead. You go. It's oh, actually. You know what? You start, and I'll interrupt you. Have you watched? So, Decker is this. <laughs> that's a Tim and Eric joke, by the way. I still. Uh, have you watched? Oh no, you watched Homeland. Um, yes. It's basically oh, yeah, Twenty Four yeah. or Homeland. If Tim Eric, uh, Tim Eric, I almost called him Tim Heidecker, got to make write it and star in it. But it's not Tim Heidecker. The actor playing this character, it's Tim Heidecker's character from On Cinema at the Cinema, this weird, out-of-touch person who just sort of craves the spotlight but has no insight on media or whatever, uh, doing a show within, about this, these things, starring his friends from the world. It's terrifying. I would definitely tune out. Is that, it's it's like an Adult Swim thing, right? uh, It's on Adult Swim. 
it's it's an there. it's an asshole onion. Shit's got yep. layers. Bloomin'. <laughs> That's right. Let's get some steak. Jokes. What's trending right now? Uh, on Twitter? Yeah. Well, oh, it's our new segment. Not, we didn't tell you about our new segment, What's Trending Right Now. <laughs> Was Trending. Uh, uh, so, let's, uh, you want to start with number 10 or number 1? Let's let's wait, wait, let's be clear. You, are we doing United States or are we doing United California? States. United States, come on. Okay. Come on. Love it We're going to count it up, the top 10 trends in the United States for the week of... <laughs> Uh-huh. Alright, so number 10. Number 10. Number 10. Number Jeff Bert. Gordon. Yeah. Alright, number 9. Ev- everyone knows Jeff Gordon is sponsored by Goodyear. He's a NAS. But did you know he's also sponsored by the AARP and Ford? I'm, I'm, we, we, we have that, put, Matt, just to, and Ben, you'll cut this out. We put fun facts in there with each of the trending topics. Just uh-huh. to you can see, if you're watching the log, you'll see like a little pop-up video thing. Yeah. Okay, and, it pl- the video yeah. and it plays Wait, it super changed. well with the people who've never used Twitter. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yeah. So mine said the number 10 was Serena Williams, and then I refreshed and got a third person. Holy shit, it's changing a lot. Oh, no. Number 10. The trend to become something. in here. <laughs> oh, man. My and man Lloyd. Lloyd McClendon from Hugging Hug, Hugging Tigers Baseball Trainer Lloyd McClendon He is famous He got thrown out of the game from the dugout By the same umpire as last night And And Tony Randazzo Is unfit to be an umpire For ejecting Lloyd McClendon Just for his previous history Alright let's refresh again All right, and and, Oh we got a new number 10 Serena Williams Alrighty Alright pop up you know, Watch a log They've changed. All right, re- we she's summoning a tennis ball. <laughs> I think she Ben. I think in that picture she's serving a tennis what? ball, like serving it from another dimension. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I meant. So update on Serena Williams. Uh, now Serena rolled to the first Cincy title today. Oh, word! She beat Ivanovic. Thanks, Not sir. Ivanovic. So we that's just our, wanna... that's our on the street reporter Larry. Larry. All right, correspondent Larry tells us. Uh. Congrats, Serena Williams, on another great match and title champ. Um, she and that's your beat from the bop. Right, Back to the top ten. All right, top ten. Number nine. All right. Let's well, see, let's, let's see make sure number ten hasn't changed. Number ten is back to Lloyd McClendon. Now, Lloyd McClendon, you may remember from our previous segment, he is uh, today, this tweet says, hashtag Tyler makes me happy, Lloyd McClendon. Today is National Thrift Shop Day, this Nevada, 558. I think that might have been a spam tweet. Usually we try to filter those out. All right, well, I'll go back and just edit in me saying um, this part. Again, I was unclear, and Nick scrolled past it, so I can't finish it. All right, sorry. Uh, He was the first uh, fake Victor Martinez, not Victor Martinez, at fake VMart41 says, Lloyd McClendon was the first guy who taught me how to properly stand runners. Now, that's a full joke for the baseball fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, number 10. Number 10 has actually cycled back around to Serena, uh, it, but it seems like it's holding solid. Um, again, just want to remind you, she won her first Cincinnati title by beating, uh, uh, you know, everyone, uh, Anna Ivanovic, Sharapova, Venus, and Serena's. Number 9, uh, the Goonies. Classic. Everyone remembers the Goonies. Uh, it's... A movie that my si- my sister has never seen. Sorry, that was a tweet that I was reading. Sarah. Um, if you've never seen The Goonies or you, quote, don't know what that is, then I don't think we can be friends. That's from Alex Littlejohn, the rapper. The Goonies 
It's so nice. I, I think the Goonies is on TV. Ah! Oh, 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 God. My, the microphone fell. The off. trash can. Left the segment. All right, that's our cue. All right, that was trash can. So jump to number one. Number one. <laughs> number one. Hashtag one D to live on forever. And that's talking, of course, about one Dicks. Diablo. Diablo one is a classic game that. Mm-hmm. No, 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 are- it's one D, not D one. So I think it's 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 Independence Day to live on forever, which is great because it's, it's a good and uh, our top tweet from this segment is. Directioner with an upside down question mark at the beginning. One Direction with an upside down question mark at the beginning. Follow me, I F back. Follow me, I F back. Just Directioners. Hashtag 1D to live on forever. That's from Thanks Duran. Thanks. Thanks, thanks and, Duran. And to Duran, we say. This tweet. Thanks. This tweet says, he followed slash DM'd me. And then this says, quote, 1D will split up. Tell me that when they stop selling out stadiums. 1D to live on forever. So this hashtag seems to be primarily run by people who insist that One Direction as a band will never stop performing. <laughs> which I don't think there's a super ton of precedent for, but uh, someone said all bands will break up after a few years of time, and then they said unfollowed, blocked, reported, arrested, beheaded, and burned at the stake. And ashes scattered to the winds. Yeah. So if you think that this band isn't going to perform for eternity, you will be murdered. Then fuck off. Why is Robert Bowling following the One Direction Twitter feed? How many people does Robert Bowling follow? Oh, right. He's one, one of those people that follows everyone. <laughs> He's one of the people who follows like 26,000 people. Um, anyways, thanks for checking in for our trending Twitter time yep. update. Right. And thanks. It's time to move on to the world. Oh, Here we, we go. Got it. Number one of the five top trending topics on Twitter right now is hashtag WWE Totino's Bold. Totino's, I think, is a... Isn't that the Pizza Bites? No, no, no. I think it's like a ravioli, the right? The Miz is a bite of pizza. No, no, The Miz is a wrestler. Yeah, but he's talking about pizza. Yeah, but pizza is on a bagel. You can have it anytime. That's a good point, Ben. If people... Wait, hold on. Let's look at this. So, at Totino's... His name is is Pete Zerol. Is it a wrestler named Pete Zerol officially take over the Totino's account for today? I, What's snacking on during hashtag SummerSlam? What's you snacking on during hashtag SummerSlam? Can we check the replies to that one to see if people are responding that they're not eating these? Um, kale chips. Ha ha ha, sorry, I couldn't get through that without laughing. Brian nice. loves to make jokes with the Totino's account. Um, some of these Totino's tweets are getting as many as one to two retweets. Which <laughs> one retweet, really... two faves, man. And, and how many followers they have? It's just, do you ever think about, like, the decisions that happened that it's like, we've got to have a corporate Twitter account. Three followers that you know. We've got to, we've got to. I fucking knew one of them was going to be Dan Riker. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God in my heart I knew it. Tatino's has 6,000 followers. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tatino's. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pocket, that's Tatino's. Hire me to do your goddamn marketing. That's pretty good. You yeah. Your guests take over. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to get more no, guest takeovers of brands in the future, aren't we? This is what I do a lot. I spend... I spend a lot of time looking at my own Twitter and my own uh, Tumblr. Like, half the time I'm on Tumblr, I'm just looking at my own blog and just saying to myself, I love it here on this site. And that's real. That's true. <laughs> I, he's not kidding. That's not a joke. I love my own site. I, I wouldn't know what's cool on Tumblr or the internet if I did. Can we? At. 
do a segment, out, like just a weekly recurring segment where we make you get on Tumblr, because I think you'd really like it if you got the right stuff. I'm scared about the kids and their their. I'm what what if? How do you feel? What about if they call me a name? You know what happens? Nobody calls if, anyone names on Tumblr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and another true thing. This one is actually true. How, if you like jokes, uh, like f- from and about Hideo Kojima. <laughs> You will love this site. <laughs> I do love Go to Hideo I think how we're gonna we're gonna shut this show down is Matt. I want you to go to my Tumblr and tell me what you see there, and we'll just we'll just have a. I do. I actually look at your Tumblr journey. I I you look at your Tumblr every three to four weeks and just look at everything that's happened in that, that time true? frame. Yep, totally. You play catch up on that bad boy? Yeah, but I like doing catch up. I don't usually do it like up to the minute. But when You're it's a new. Binge Tumblr alert. <laughs> yeah, but the They added a site for us called Bingeler. Sorry, what did you say, Ben? They added binge watching and vaping to the Oxford English Dictionary. Oh. I thought you were saying they added binge watching and vaping as Can like, can you guys tell me something? Nuts. What, what is, you can do? What is vaping? Paul, you come down here and we'll fucking show you. <laughs> you vaped up all on the drug, on the, drug on the nicotine, on the hookah, on the ruka, on the roomba. You can have it all in a vape. Roker? Al Roker loves to vape with us? It's an <laughs> electronic cigarette. Oh, what? Electronic? Yeah. How does that work? It's okay, Do you so plug it into imagine, your car? Okay, imagine you take a cigarette. Uh-huh. And then I'm on a, board. Put you know the little jack at the end of a uh, headphone iPod headphones, like a like a USB slot. Not a USB. That's not what's on headphones. <laughs> the little the little thing that's on headphones. That's a three and a half millimeter jack. Yeah. You oh oh like stick. an like a like a male female. You put that just right down the tip of your your dick, <laughs> and then you put the other tip in the sig, and then you put your head, headphones. And by the way, to be clear, you put the other end of this male to male nine and a half no pun intended male to male uh, nine and a half millimeter audio cable. One end goes just down the tip of your pee pee hole, and the other one goes in. The end that you smoke of a regular cigarette. Yes. And then you put your headphones actually in your ears, and then you light the end of the cigarette. So I can hear my dick. Yeah. Well, that's a really common side effect of when you get vaped out. That's you how you hear get your, your best high. You can hear, you know, sometimes people like get super fucked up and like, oh, I can like hear, I can hear my hair growing. Well, when you do this, you can hear your, your dick burning. <laughs> Because you also have to like, light your dick on fire. I forgot to say that. Yeah, you need to light the, your whole, not just the end of it, but the whole dick <laughs> on fire. Right. I mean, you know, it's hot dog, not hamburger. Jokes. Uh, what? Give me a where. Anywhere? Where is this skit? Where? Uh, we don't pirate video games on this podcast. Just because <laughs> we're called Game Burglars doesn't mean we're stealing. Where's .net? Um, yeah, let's, let's say we're on the Golden Gate Bridge. Alright. I yeah. don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing, there's no way, there's no way that nobody dies. Because at best, it's traffic, and at worst, it's a suicide attempt. And at way worst, a kaiju's gonna smash it. Like, this is gonna go roughly. Right, he said it. We right, have sure. to go. We we're, have on the the G- we're on the GGB. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know me. <laughs> right, Nick's gonna do who's there. I'm gonna do why they're there. Okay. Okay. So who's there? It's the game burglars. Uh oh, it's us. Oh, you know and, what that means. And, and we're there because we all want to not die. Cool. All right, I'll start. I'll be playing. Uh, fuck. 
I'm going to do Ben, because Matt would be hard. I'm going to do Matt. (laughs) That dog is sitting at the video game store. They've got Bioshock in stock. Close Nick's bundler. (laughs) Alright, Matt, you're playing Nick. Okay, He's doing a good job so far, looking at my tumbler and laughing. That's a pretty good... That's that's not a bad... You've gotten character. Yeah, he's method. Alright, and scene. That means it's done. All right. Oh, it's <laughs> over. Cool. Ooh, dodge the bullet. I thought something fucked up was going to happen. All right. So I'm strolling. I'm Ben. How's the weather down there, guys? I'm Matt. More like weather down where? Because I, I don't know where the weather is. I just can't stop looking at my tumbler. <laughs> Have you guys seen it? Hey, Nick. Where does the content come from? I don't put it there. Who does? Who does? Who does? Because a ghost does your tumbler. Have you guys, um. (laughs) Have you guys uh, heard that my my brother, my brother, and me skipped about ghost equipment? It's where it'll change your life and it'll change your butts. I'm Nick. Um, so this weekend I went to a Dota themed pub crawl. And, uh, boy are my arms tired. Uh, objection! I would never use the word pub no, crawl. No, it's me. He's me. Oh, shit. Fine. Rejection sustained, sustained. into another well, rejection. I sprained my ankle because I did a jumping jack. Oh, oh, whoops. I pushed you both off the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> oh, but I grabbed you and dragged you with us. And we all died. We end. all died. More like we all fried an egg. Because I, I swear to God, if the last thing I hear before I die is Matt Questler saying a fucking sentence. Wait, that Matt Questler. Matt Questler. Matt Questlove. Matt Questlove <laughs> in the roots singing a song about blank more like blank. I'm going to kill myself and then kill Jimmy Fallon. But you're already dying. If, if I'm falling off a bridge and Matt says something more like something, I'm going to kill him before we die. I'm definitely the worst Batman villain ever. The Questler. <laughs> more like you best just annoying Batman. More like a rat man, am I right? Wow, I, yeah. St- That's the only villain Batman ever <laughs> shot and killed. <laughs> Even the Joker couldn't put up with him. Jeez. That's a little hardcore, Batman. Hardcore, more like Mardcore, Marge from The Simpsons. And then he shoots him again. While he's... Goodbye. Bye, guys. But he's invulnerable, and that's explained through season two of... I don't think he's listening to the song. I don't think he knows how it is. He fell into a hole.